are you and Timothy Chalamet now best mates? I, I might be a little bit old to be his best mate. Hold up, we've not got to that bit just yet. Let's rewind. Welcome to Stream It. This is the film and TV podcast full of things for you to watch. And if I do say so myself, always very good things to watch. I'm Connor. Hello. This week's Stream It is all about Wonka. The new movie based on the Roald Dahl book, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's chocolate crazy. See, here's my speedy rundown of what's coming up. We're using that time-travelling remote control thing that still doesn't have a name to take you back in time to show you the history of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. George caught up with Jim Carter, who plays Abacus Crunch, to ask him all about being the world of Wonka. And I asked some very important this-or-that questions to the amazing Carla Lane, who plays Noodle. So, let's get going. I usually say grab your popcorn and get comfy, but I think today, go grab yourself some chucky. Get yourself comfy. This is Funkage Stream It. So, you might have heard about a certain very chocolatey movie that has come to cinemas recently. It's Wonka. I've been so excited for it. Well, if you haven't heard of it, you're missing out. Wonka has just been released in cinemas and, obviously, it's become a massive hit. I thought I'd use my handy time-controlling remote control thing to take us back to some very special years gone by that play a huge, huge part in a movie you can watch today. Right, so first on the list, let's go right back to 1964. Okay, let's get it. Okay, remote control. Uh, One, nine, six, four. So you might be wondering why I've taken us right back to the 60s. Well, uh, not only is it that the 60s are super-duper cool, it's actually because in 1964, the amazing author Roald Dahl wrote a very special book about a young boy who found a golden ticket in his chocolate bar. Did you know Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was based on Roald Dahl's experiences of being a chocolate taste tester for Cadbury? Yeah, how cool is that? I couldn't believe it when I heard it too. He was actually a taste tester, chocolate, yeah... Job man for Cadbury, the best job in the world, I know. When he was 13, the company would send his school boxes of chocolates, which contained 12 chocolate bars wrapped in foil for the boys to taste test. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah, I know. I really fancy applying for that job too. That's if it exists anyway. The book has sold over 20 million copies worldwide, so you better give it a read. Anyway, we better get on with our adventure. Let's jump to 1971, the year the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie came out. A very, very exciting year indeed. Okay, time travelling remote. Great. One, nine, seven, one. Here we go. Welcome, welcome to the original Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. How does it make you feel to be the first golden ticket finder? I'm a... Mike, the country wants to hear from you. The world is waiting. Can't you shut up? I'm busy. You're a rotten mean father. You'll never give me anything I want. I won't go to school till I have it. Violet. Call it, mother. Open it, Charlie. Let's see that golden ticket. Wouldn't that be fantastic? It's not fair to raise his hopes. Never mind. Go on, open it, Charlie. I want to see that gold. Stop it, Dad. I've got the same chance as anybody else, haven't I? Now, I absolutely love this movie. I really, really do. And you may be sitting there going, Oh, Connor, why'd you love it? You love loads of movies. This is one of my favourite movies of all time. Gene Wilder plays Willy Wonka, and it is truly magical. It is so, so special. It's set 
all the way back in time. So when you watch it, it really does take you back to like the 70s for sure. It's all about a young lad named Charlie. He, uh, he buys a chocolate bar, a Wonka chocolate bar. In it is a golden ticket, which sends him to Woody Wonka's factory. And basically, he's there with a bunch of other kids. And loads of things happen to them. Yes, magical chocolate things. I'm not going to tell you too much if you haven't seen it, but definitely check it out. And basically, throughout this adventure in Woody Wonka's chocolate factory, we meet the Oompa Loompas. We meet a river that is full of chocolate. Yeah, I know. What a dream that is. You can literally dive into a river and it's chocolate. I'm dreaming about it right now. And then right at the end, we have Gene Wilder in an office and everything is in half because he's just a very, very, very unique individual. Yeah, you need to check it out to see it. Like there's a clock, half of it. There's a desk, half of it. A chair, half of it. Everything is in half. Very confusing. Anyway, Gene Wilder is there with Charlie. You think it's all going to go wrong. And then basically something happened throughout the film and Charlie presents him with a chocolate that he wasn't meant to have. And then, yeah, the best bit of the film happens. You need to watch it. Go check it out. It was released in 1971. And I have to say, it must be one of my favourite films of all time. Anyway, let's get going. Next stop is 2005. Yeah, we've really been through the years, haven't we? There's so much history of uh, Willy Wonka. This is why we wanted to tell you all about it. The year the new adaptation came out. So uh, let's get there. Two. Oh, oh, five. Thank you, time travelling remote control. Take me there. In 2005, a new version of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was released, but this time it was a little spookier. Have you ever seen a single person going into that factory? There must be people working there. The only thing that comes out of that place is the candy. I'd give anything in the world just to go in that amazing factory. Dear people of the world, I, Willy Wonka, have decided to allow five children to visit my factory. Five golden tickets have been hidden underneath the wrapping paper of five ordinary Wonka bars. Wouldn't it be something, Charlie, to open a bar of candy and find a golden ticket? But I only get one bar a year. Nothing's impossible. You found Wonka's last golden ticket! Directed by Tim Burton, the man behind Coraline, Frank and Weenie, and The Nightmare Before Christmas. Johnny Depp, I know, Johnny Depp. You can think to yourself, yeah, he makes a very good Willy Wonka, but he's a bit scary. He plays Willy Wonka, and we get to see why he loves chocolate so much. We get to understand that part, because his dad was a dentist and refused to ever let him have any. Why not watch the original movie and watch the new one and see if you can spot any differences? Here's one to start you off. Veruca Salt tries to take a golden egg from a goose in the first movie, but tries to take a squirrel from the factory in the second. Very strange. I'm not sure why that changed. I think we'd better head back to the present, don't you? Well, go put that remote control in a safe place for next time when we need to time travel. So now we're in the present. Let me introduce you to the newest addition to the Willy Wonka universe. It's Wonka. I've spent the past seven years travelling the world perfecting my craft. You see, I'm something of a magician, inventor, and chocolate maker. So quiet up and listen down. Nope, scratch that, reverse it. Mr. Wonka, I can see you're a man of great ingenuity. What do you do it? I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Dark, white, nutty, absolutely insane. Many people have come here to sell chocolate. They've all been crushed by the chocolate cartel. You can't get a shop without selling chocolate. And you can't sell chocolate without a shop. No daydreaming. What are we going to do, Willie? 
Huh. Huh? Huh. A double huh. Get the pencil and paper. Uh-huh. I got an idea. George got chatting to Jim Carter, who plays Abacus Crunch in Wonka, to ask what it's really like working Mrs. Scrubbit's wash house. Well, hello, Jim. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, George. Yeah, how are you? I'm very good. Very, very good. Um, I I really, really enjoyed um, watching Wonka. Um, I, I sat in the cinema and I kind of felt it was this this huge, magical movie. Um when you were making it, did it feel the same? Did it feel that way? It it, it felt enormous. Yeah, I have to say, um, we we filmed a lot of the exteriors uh, at Leavesden Studios, and it was the biggest outdoor set I've ever seen. Uh, it was it was a monster, and, and uh, you know, I mean, Paul King, who you know, who directed the Paddington films and, and directed and co-wrote this. Uh, He's, he's got this astonishing imagination, and, he, and he's, he's got the ability to make it all come to life. It, it, it felt like we were involved in something very special and magical, yeah. Well, I think that's really um, come to life on, on the big screen. I I saw the film with a friend, and, and we, when we left the cinema, we both said exactly the same thing. And I, and I think this is a huge compliment um, in that we can see this film being played on Boxing Day on BBC One for years to come. Um, I feel like it's that kind of film. Was that the sort of the magic that was that, that you were really trying to capture on set? Well, that's what we hoped. That's what you'd hope with anything like this, which is a, a genuine family film. It's, it's one of those films that every member of the family can enjoy. Uh, parents or adults can go and see it without taking children along because it just works on every level. And you think it, we were hoping that this will become a classic. So it does my heart good to hear you say that, George, because we, you, you know, we all love those films that come on and you go, well, I'm only going. I've seen this three times before. I'm only going to watch five minutes and before you know it you've settled down and that's it the the rest of the afternoon is spent happily watching it again and i think wonka has hopefully got that quality that uh, um you don't sort of film with with make the film with that at the front of your mind but that uh, you're hoping that, that that would happen to it yeah I feel like the the phrase one of the one of the phrases described this film amongst many others is Christmas adjacent. I think it's one of those films that is going to be a perfect wintertime movie for, for forever. Have you got a, a a favorite kind of Christmas adjacent film that every kind of December you just love putting on and you know sitting inside with the with the, with well, the blanket? Well, I tend not to put them on. I, I don't think I put them on, but they sort of ha- yeah, happen across them. You know, sort of uh, mm. Love Actually mm. comes on, and you think, well, I'll just stay oh, and yeah. sit, watch that bit there when that happens, and then before you know it, you know, the, there's Emma Thompson sort of being upset. And there's there's Hugh Grant singing uh, Christmas carols in the, the, the wrong end of Battersea or whatever. Um, so, it, <laughs> um, you know, I'd put that into that category first and foremost. I would imagine, um, yeah. And the songs in this film, um, they they they're great. And I I actually didn't go into the the movie realizing it was kind of going to be a full on musical. But the music was brilliant and really tapped into that kind of very sort of magical cinematic vibe. Was this was this your first time singing in a film? 
George, you've t- you've touched on a nerve here. Um, it, it, it was it was absolutely my first time singing in a film. I've I've done a couple of um, stage musicals, uh, the Guys and Dolls and the Wizard of Oz, in which I barely sang. Um, so, and I'm noted for you know, for not having a singing voice. In fact, my wife, who's a brilliant <laughs> singer, nearly fell off a chair when she said I was going to sing, and she said, "Well, good luck with that." Uh, but luckily, there was a brilliant team. Uh, around who, who helped me through it and were very patient with me and gave me the confidence because I sort of lack a bit of confidence in my singing voice because it's quite loud. Um, they, they, they helped through, but I, I wouldn't say it's a, it's a musical. I mean, there are songs in it, but it's it's not like it's a you know a full on musical film. I think it's a you know a, 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 you know, a, br- a brilliant film with with songs in it, sort of thing. In case some people get a bit put off by thought, oh, mu- oh I don't like musicals, but it, it's not that. It's it, people break into song to move the story forward. I think, which is a slightly different thing. No, absolutely. And I guess very much in the same vein as, as you know, the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's got lovely bits of music in there. But, you yeah. know, as you said, it, it's not a it's not a jazz hand musical. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, it, you know, I, it really brings it to life. And I think the songs are absolutely fantastic in it. Great. Um, I mean, you know, uh, it, we have to quickly touch upon Mr. Wonka himself because he is so good in this film, brings proper kind of, I think, old school movie star energy but what I need to know, are you and Timothy Chalamet now best mates? I, I might be a little bit old to be his best mate, but, uh, but I'm full of admiration for him. I mean, he was a he was a delight to work with. I mean, but both as a person and as an actor. I mean, he's, he's a delightful person. But the skill he brings, I mean, he's he's got a very natural, very relaxed, very easy talent. But it's, that's based on a lot of hard work and an immense amount of professionalism. And he, you know, he's the heart of the film, and he's got a big heart, and he. He's, he, he brings that ethereal quality to it and a touch of magic and that optimism, that sort of, you know, that energetic optimism, that joy that we all want. And particularly at this time of year and particularly with the world, the state it's in, we want a bit of joy in our lives. And I think Timothy himself brings a lot of joy to a joyful movie, you know. Um, and I, you know, I hope people will will, will enjoy that, and they they'll go and they'll they'll. Uh, I hope they go and see it in the cinema, George, because you know it's, it's it's a big film. You know, it's 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 a big deserves to be seen on a big screen. Um, and Timothy will carry them along. It is totally a cinema yeah, movie. Yeah. It's totally a popcorn movie. Um, it's the best place to watch it. And and whilst Timothy is amazing, I I must say the whole cast. And it is an amazing cast of actors and actresses. Everybody is amazing. Really, great, really brilliant performances great. across the board. Oh. Um, so the 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 I wanted to touch, I wanted to touch on this because the one thing that we talked about, other than how good the film was after we left the cinema, um, was after watching kind of two glorious hours of chocolate inspiration with Wonka. My friend and I, we wanted we 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 set about building our chocolate five-a-side team. So I'm I'm wondering, Jim, yeah. if you had, to, you had to pick five bits of confectionery to, to fit your five-a-side lineup, 
Who, who are you going for? Uh, is, is this tripping into the world of advertising, George? Are we safe to do this? Can we? Well, you, I mean, you, you, I mean, you're safe to do it, but you can also feel free to kind of go describe without naming brands uh, if you'd rather. Well, I think uh, I think a crunchy bar would have to be up there, uh, pretty wet near the Very top. Very solid. Centre back. Yeah. Uh, uh, I have to name the brand here, but a Cadbury's Dairy Milk always goes down very well. Uh, I'm, a, a smarty is 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 always welcome. A sherbet fountain. Do you, do, do they do you know sherbet fountains? Do those this, this is well, I, I do. I mean, I have to say, I haven't had one in a while. No. But it's it's it's. I would say it's a traditional type player in your back five. It, it, it'll take me back to to early days in the, in the fifties. That will a sherbet fountain. I've got one more to go. What would my last one be? It probably. Oh God. Oh, well, those sherbet lemons, you know, where it's all sort of cr- hard and sort of um, crispy on the outside, and then you get that buzz of sherbet in the middle that just for a, an exciting finish. So that's probably your, your centre forward, is it? I don't know. Nice. Mm. A, a very eclectic lineup. Mm. I love that. Well, Jim, it's been a real pleasure chatting to you. As I said, I really, really did enjoy this film. Great. And uh, I'm sure loads of our listeners all across the UK will be checking out Wonka in the cinemas where uh, they, where it belongs. I think that film belongs yeah. there. Uh, Jim, thank you so much for your time. Absolute pleasure. Great. Thanks, George. Thanks, George. Now, I caught up with the amazing Carla Lane, who plays Noodle, a really, really massive part in the new Wonka film. Actually, Wonka's best friend in the movie... So hello, Carla. Uh, yeah, you play Noodle, which is obviously such a great part in one card. I'd like to ask you a few this or that questions, if you don't mind. We'll have some fun with this. So uh, we're going to start. Sweets to make you fly or sweets that make you breathe underwater? Sweets that make you breathe underwater. Definitely. Caramel or toffee? Caramel. Yeah, caramel's better, I feel like. I don't, I don't think I've really had a lot of toffee. I'm more of a caramel girl, so yeah, just go straight for that. <laughs> Lollipop or marshmallow? Oh, um, I mean, I'm going to say lollipop. I mean, I like marshmallows, but I think lollipops are better, definitely. Chocolate that makes you see in the dark or chocolate that makes you move things with your mind? That's hard, I feel like. Um, I think chocolates that make you move things with your mind. I just think that, I don't know. I just feel like that would be cooler than seeing in the dark. Prod nose or fickle grubber? Um... <laughs> Oh, no, I can't pick. I love both of them. Um, I would say Pranos. I think he's funny. <laughs> he's super funny. Chocolate flowers or candy clouds? Candy clouds. I think that's cool. The Great Glass Elevator or the Wonka Vision TV? Great, the Great Glass Elevator. I think that's super cool. I really like like in the movie when it like shoots out the ceiling. <laughs> Okay, invite the Oompa Loompa to tea or invite Slugworth. Oompa Loompa. I think it'll be more fun to hang out with than Slugworth. (laughs) How about riding a boat down the Chocolate River or ride around town on the back of the giraffe? On the back of a giraffe? (laughs) That would be like a dream come true. I would love to ride on a giraffe. That would be super cool. Join the side of the Chocolate Cartel or go back to Scrubbing for Mrs. Scrubbit. Oh, join the cartel. Please. <laughs> I would rather make chocolate than go back to the house. I think that would be better. Lifetime supply of Wonka chocolate? Or you get to work on the movie all over again? I get to work on the movie all over again. That would be the best thing in my whole life if I get to do it again. Yes. Um, like all the um, castmates and all that. Definitely. <laughs> 
Thanks so much, Carla. Super, super fun. And thank you for a wonderful film. And that's it. If you enjoyed the episode, give us a follow so you don't miss future episodes and rate the podcast five stars too. I hope your chocolate lasted for the whole episode, by the way. We're always looking for reviewers to come on the show and tell us all about their favourite films and why they love them. It could be you that comes along to tell us all about your favourite films. Head over to funkidslive.com forward slash stream it and send me a message telling me about your favourite movie and you never know, we may be in touch. See you soon. 